can change. It changes. There's always change in the NFL. Offseason, day-to-day. I mean, a couple days ago, we hadn't heard from Reddick. Now we got all these quotes from Hassan Reddick. Tweets. He wants to be here, he says. We'll see if he will be when this thing uh, revs up as this offseason goes along. 215-592-9494. I don't believe the Eagles are a Super Bowl contender without Hassan Reddick. Hugh believes they are. And, of course, Patrick Mahomes. Is he now for you the greatest football player you've ever seen? Oh, we promised the uh, updated and this is the first one here. This is the fresh, new, updated, what is it, Super Bowl 59 betting odds. Right? Man, I ain't even had to pray yet. No, but we got next year's odds already. And now, look, these will shift considerably, right? Trades, the draft, you know, free agency, things will change between now and the start of the season. But as we enter the offseason, here are the odds to win next year's Super Bowl. First of all, am I crazy or is the wrong team favored here? I respect both teams that win the Super Bowl. You guys know I think the Niners are not going away. But how are the Chiefs not the favorite? They have the Niners at 5-1 to one as the favorite for next year. Mm-hmm. Chiefs are second at plus 650. Is that because the AFC is just tougher? I, I guess. It is. But come on. It's Mahomes and Reed. Yeah, but, and we've learned that never bet against them, but that's exactly what it is. Yeah, AFC has a tougher road. So I, I, I understand the thought process, but I would have the Chiefs as the favorite. So Niners are the favorite, Chiefs second, Ravens at 9-1, to one. The Detroit Lions are the fourth favorite to win the Super Bowl, twelve to one. Buffalo also at twelve to one. Dallas at fifteen to one. The Bengals, who everyone forgot about because Joe Burrow got hurt like a, a million years ago now, fifteen to one. They'll, they'll be four more, I'm sure. And then the Eagles come slotted in at seventeen to one to win next year's Super Bowl. What do you think? Is that about right? They are what three, six, the eighth team on the board. Yeah, because we don't know what changes they're going to make. So yeah, I, I would say that. Yeah, that sounds about right. So they're slightly above the Dolphins at twenty to one. Texans and Packers, I think, are both interesting at twenty-five to one. They made big leaps this year, and then you go down to the Rams and whatever uh, after that, thirty to one. So after that, it's kind of long shots. But Eagles at seventeen to one. Kyle, I don't know how much a Reddick trade would impact the number, but I would knock them down if they lose to San Reddick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd put, I actually, I'd probably have them right now somewhere in the 20s, like 20 to 1, 22 to really? 1. Yeah. Their odds to win the Super Bowl? Oh, oh, I thought you meant like 20 if. No, no, not 20. <laughs> no, like more like Dolphins, Texans, Packers. Okay. That's where I would um, have them. Yeah, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad spot to be in. No, to you're be completely a honest playoff-ish team. Yeah. Um, without a San Reddick, that plummets. Yeah. I mean, you can't, like, I can't stress this enough. He's the best player on this defense. He's maybe one of the one of the best players on the team. If you lose him, you significantly lessen your chances of winning the Super Bowl next year. I don't think there's any debate, to be honest with you. Well, there's a reality of a world where they could lose Hassan Reddick and Jason Kelsey in the next couple of weeks. Right? When one to retirement, one to trade. That that's a lot to replace. To convince Reddick Day next week? Uh, well, I, I think he. I think the convincing is done. We, do we have money to convince Reddick? <laughs> that's what it is. Allie. Go fund me here. Convince Reddick to stay. We're not, we're not going to set that up. That, that we're not. We're, we're not still planning that with buying you a home. Yeah. I need a home. I definitely need a home. More than more than we need Reddick. I don't think so. No, I need a home more than we need Hassan Reddick. I disagree. I think you're fine where you are. I need a pass rusher, Hugh. Is that a Twitter poll? (laughs) What does Philadelphia need more? A home for you? I need a home. I need a home. (laughs) But, you you know, you're doing just fine living where you are. Like, you come to work every day. You do a good job. Without Reddick, this defense could stink. I think the defense could could potentially be better. And I'm, I'm I'm, I'm basing that strictly off of the coaching staff and their ability to coach up some of these young men. I, I think it can be done, man. I, I hear where everybody's coming from, and I understand we all have a perspective about this. But, man, I tell you, I, I, I mean, I've witnessed this, witnessed this 
you know, you got guys that when they leave, it's, it's addition by subtraction sometimes. And I feel like in this case, that, that might be what the Eagles are thinking. You think Hassan Reddick is addition by subtraction? I think that's the most insane thing I've heard this entire <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think it is. I think it could put, potentially be that because, okay, answer me this then. Why are the Eagles so confident to allow, the, with his skill set that we've proclaimed is invaluable, why are, why are we even having this conversation? So I think this is a money thing more yeah. than anything. <laughs> yes. And I think they, so they, they are feel they're getting, a talent thing. They're getting close to a point where Devontae's got to get paid. Dickerson, yes. Jalen's numbers, while they're not crazy, it's going to go from like, what, six a year to 13 to 21 really fast. Yes. And, and if I'm like, okay, and just factor in the money aspect of it. If he's that valuable, then why am I allowing him to do – why am I allowing him to leave? Because I got other well, guys on my team that I feel are way more important than well, he is. No, I think how he thinks – how he has a better knowledge of what Hassan Reddick's market is than Hassan Reddick. That's why I think he's allowing him to do well, this. Well, we're going to find out. Right, and I would rather pay Hassan Reddick $25 million than some linebacker $10 million and some other safety $15 million. I think we are much better served keeping our best pass rusher. But that's what you would do. It's obvious by the reason the reason why we're having this conversation. They don't feel the same. There's well, also another element to this that I don't think we're we, – we, maybe we don't want to admit yet. Howie may look at this thing and say, we're not winning the Super Bowl next year. Like, as much as we, we are hopeful as fans, I think Howie and Jeff are way more black and white and just like, let's be honest with ourselves. Are we winning the Super Bowl next year? I, I, I would, would you be surprised if Jeff asked Howie, can we win the Super Bowl next year? And like I think at this point with their relationship, Howie will say to him, "Yes, look, we could go. We should go all in." Or he'll say, "No, I, I think I not I, without Hassan Reddick." Yeah, so I would say, but if they, if Howie doesn't think they're going to win next year, then I get all this right. Let's retool this thing. Let's tear this. Let let not tear it down, but redo it the way the Chiefs redid it. Now they happen to win two Super Bowls while they kind of redid it, but they moved on from Tyreek Hill, got a bunch of picks, and look what they've become. I could see them thinking like that. I, 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 don't, I don't think that's the case because a couple weeks ago he sat there in front of everybody like, and said, the coverage's not there. And to me, by you making this move, that, that says to me that they might be thinking they got some young cats on here can do a, just as good a job if they're coached up. That's how I look at it. Because to your point, Kyle, you don't let premier pass rushers like Hassan Reddick is, you don't give them the opportunity to go out in the free agent market and see what they could get. Because you're taking a chance that somebody's going to take him up on his offer and give him way more money than you would ever give him. What, what is our gut feeling right now? Is he going to be on this football team next year? My gut feeling is he's not going to be here. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think there's there's actually like zero doubt in my mind. Hassan Reddick is going to be an Eagle next year. All right. I, I think it's, well, it's going to certainly be our first big one to watch as, as, a, as a fan base here this offseason. Rick and Princeton. What's up, Rick? Hey, guys. Hey, Rick. Uh, so... Let's lead off with Reddick since you're talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can get the pieces, uh, you know, quality pieces in return, uh, I think we can move on from him. Like Q was saying, uh, it's, you know, it's okay, it, it stinks if he's gone, but it's okay if you're, gonna, if, you've, if you're letting him on the market. There's got to be a reason. There's got to be something that they've seen or they heard or, you know, they're making a play. Uh, so I think uh, as much as it would stink and, you know, Obviously, Reddick's pretty young, right? Um, he's 29, so he's, I'd say, mid, mid-age. All right. Yeah. All right, so yeah, I mean, let him finish out his career elsewhere, and we'll get some young guys and start building for, you know, a nice multiple-year run, you know? And Rick, that's if they go down that route, I will accept it, and I'll be fine with it, because it's probably better for the long-term health. It's just, it would cement to me, they're not winning the Super Bowl next year, though, if they think like that. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not really sold on a Super Bowl next year anyway. I think uh, it's going to take a year for the coordinators to really get to know the team. I mean, unless they can get it done in, in preseason. But I think, uh, you know, going the youth route, I'm okay with if it's going to pay dividends down the road. I would be okay, too. It's, it is weird, though, because we're in this weird thing where we don't know where, they're, where they are in this cycle, right? Like, it's a coach who's kind of on the hot seat. It's two new coordinators. They may be playing for the future. It's, it's kind of, you know, playing with all our minds here. Rick, what do you think about Mahomes and where he ranks now in terms of the annals of the game? Where he ranks now is where he ranks now. I think he has to shatter all of um, Brady's records, and then we can talk about GOAT, I think, uh, there, even if he does like break everything that um, that Brady had set, uh, it's, there's still an asterisk because Brady play, played when there were a lot less quarterback protections in, in play. Um, I think Brady probably played on real grass too, which is not easier than than the, the fake stuff. Um, so there's you know there's always going to be a, a little asterisk there, uh, but he's good. I mean I I like him less now than I did because he's whining more. Mm. You know when he was younger he didn't get away with you know complaining and getting calls. Uh, but now it's just like you know every, he he's got the Brady effect. Where well, he's, yeah, it's he's like LeBron in the NBA. It's like it becomes yeah. that effect. Hey, here's the one thing, Rick. I would say on the other side of what you're talking about, I get it. He's he's far away. But do do you think Bill Russell and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar are better than Jordan? Because Jordan didn't set the points record. He didn't set the titles record. But we all agreed, at least for a while. I don't know where you're standing, LeBron. That Michael's the best yeah. player ever. Like you don't necessarily yeah, need the accolades, records, or rings to be better than somebody. Uh, true, true. Um, I, well, geez, that's a tough one because, I mean, Jordan's just the greatest athlete, I think, that yeah. we've ever seen. I mean, in my my generation, anyway. I mean, I'm about Hughes' age, so we're, we were blessed to have Bo Jackson, Michael Jordan, sure. Wayne Gretzky all playing. Oh, uh, they were amazing. And, uh, <laughs> it was just, sports was fantastic, you know. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I mean, Bill Russell, I didn't get to see him play. I saw Dr. J and, right. um, you know, Kareem. Yeah, it's just that it's that debate between the rings versus the longevity. Rick, we preached the phone. That's a good call. I just, like, I there's a Michael comp for Mahomes for me where I've never seen anyone have the combination of smart play at the position, Hugh, and athleticism. Right? Yeah. Like we saw Michael Vick, and Michael Vick's faster than anyone. Lamar's similar. We've seen great arms. We've seen game managers, right? I, I, and I think that could be used in a mean way sometimes, or derogatory. Mm-hmm. It's not. Like, you have to be smart to play the position and not turn the ball over. Brady did that better than anybody. I've never seen anyone with the combination of skills that Mahomes has. Yeah, and the ability to know when is the perfect time yep. to break your back. <laughs> like, that's the thing that jumped out to me the other day, was that he sat in that pocket and he didn't extend the play until he absolutely had to. Like, his first thought process is always to try to beat you from the pocket. Like, that's what he was doing. And then when the game was on the line at the most inopportune time for that defense, he pulls the ball down and runs it. That's what made him so special, man. And just his coolness in the pocket. It never I, I've never seen anybody look that calm under pressure. Like, to that caller's point, now every now and then you saw him complain and cry about certain things. But as far as the whole game is concerned, he was pretty calm the whole game. Yeah, he is. And that's why he's, he's racking up the – I mean, look, we could all agree on this. We've never seen a start of a career like this. Six years, six title games, multiple league MVPs, three Super Bowls. It's, it's remarkable. Terrence in Springfield. Hey, Terrence. Hey, Joe Kyle. What's up, my brother? Hey, What's Terrence. On, What's up, buddy? First of all, I ain't want to rub it in any more, any more than I did yesterday. But do, do you guys know that Shanahan is 0-3 in Super Bowls? as a coach and a coordinator. 
He is. Uh, Terrence, there's, there's some similarities to Andy, young Andy Reid. You know, Andy with the Eagles and Shanahan to where they're obviously good, but, for, you know, they're not, they haven't got over the hump yet. Only thing is, Andy, he didn't lose all them Super Bowls. He only lost the one, you know, Shanahan. Right. He lost, lost tight, more tight, the title games. Yeah. Um, I heard you guys talking about this earlier, man. I know I was a little skeptical of the Buddy Hill trade at first, but this guy has been cooking lately. I think he had 28 in the second game. He had mm-hmm. like 26 last night. If he can keep this pace going, when a big fella coming back, we might have we might have something there. The only thing I fear is they got a little faster pace with Embiid out the game. And it's going to slow down a little bit. You're going to be able to have to have an open hit those open shots from the corner or wherever at wherever he's at on the court. He's going to have to hit those shots. Yeah, well, you're, you're right. He's got the spot up three. He's going to have to hit kind of in the half court, and they're going to need him, Terrence, because their schedule the next few weeks is brutal. You know, like you look yeah. at the schedule: Miami, uh, the Knicks, Cleveland, Milwaukee, yeah, Boston. Yeah. That that takes you to March. I mean, it's there's yeah, a lot of tough teams. For this, uh, Joe, uh, I got a quick Kelsey thing, mm-hmm. but. I want to go to the Reddick thing real quick. Hassan Reddick, I said it yesterday, if he, if he, didn't, he said he didn't ask for a trade. So either they feel like he's not the piece they need or they don't want to pay him. I told you guys yesterday he only had two sacks down the last eight games of the season. And a lot of people were telling me, yeah, he would drop back in coverage. But he wasn't dropping back in coverage every play. There was, there was plays that he must have – I was saying yesterday he must have was not locked in. There's a reason if he doesn't – if a team doesn't want to trade for him, there's a reason why, and the Eagles might know that. Well, they, I think they have a feeling that he's if he gets his money, they'll get a draft pick back, and if he doesn't, he stays. I mean, they probably look at it, and Terrence, we appreciate it, as a win-win. I mean, he, it's almost like nobody wants to be the bad guy in this. The Eagles are like, oh, go ahead. If you find something, we'll trade you. But, but if he doesn't find something, then he you has no back. choice. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's basically how they're playing it. But I feel like in this situation, they are already prepared. You don't make moves like this, or you don't say things like this unless you're prepared to move on. Like you have to have contingencies. That's how the NFL works. Well, that was the, the Nolan Smith pick. Yeah, that they have to have contingencies, and they have to have guys that they feel that are in the pipeline that could probably be as good as you, or maybe even better than you. That that's what the NFL is, and that's why I hear what everybody's saying. But for them to make this move at this calculating time, I, I feel like they they have something else in play. I, I look, I'm not surprised we're here. I mean, I, I with the day they drafted Nolan Smith, we all should have been alerted. Like, wait, Reddick has one year left on his deal? Who when we when we heard about Nolan Smith in last year's draft, what was the comp? Well, he's the same size as Son Reddick. They drafted hit the player that's most like him it, with a first round pick. That usually means the team's not gonna give you another contract. Yeah. They're, they're ready to move, to move on. on. Yeah, they're willing to move on. And and they're willing to sacrifice, you know, everybody's talking about the sacks and everything. They're willing to sacrifice that. They're willing to move on and let the other guy that they're going to coach up go out there and try to produce in a way that you once did. That's the, that's the nature of the beast. Uh, you know, when the Eagles found their way to find Trent Cole in the draft right after you you were done playing, there yeah. was no coincidence. Yeah, no question about that. And uh, before him, Derek Burgess. Yep. I remember when, when Big Red drafted Derek Burgess and he called me. And he was like, hey, we didn't draft him to take your spot. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. I mean, it's cool. I mean, I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you did. That's what you did. You draft, You found somebody that was comparable to me in a later round. And to be honest, he produced. He went out there and he balled out. So it's one of those things, like, that's why I'm familiar with this. And, and, and even, even during that time when, you know, I was going through free agency, it was made to seem like, you know, hey, you know, we wanted him back or whatever. They were prepared for me to move on. 
They were, and it's and it's okay. That's the nature of the beast. Just like Hassan said, it's the nature of the beast. And there is, even though they try to soften the blow, and when he's done playing and he's going to be a part of this Eagles re- regime and all of that, it still stings a little bit, especially when you talk about how you go out there and you bust your butt for a team and being in this hometown and everything, and they're willing to let you go. It stings a little bit, but he knows it's a business. So we just keep it moving. You know, it is interesting, the Burgess comparison, because this is what teams, and, and I think smart teams do this all the time, the Eagles do it. They're always one year ahead of it, right? Yeah. So they drafted Derek Burgess, and you were 29 off of a 15-sack season. It's yes. very similar to drafting Nolan Smith yes. off of an 18-sack season or whatever it was from Reddick last year. I, I'm not surprised we're here. I'm just It's a shame, because I think to win the Super Bowl next year, they could use Reddick and Nolan Smith. Like I, I, I think there's a world where everyone gets on the field enough to make this work, but... I don't know. It doesn't feel like we're trending that way. Yeah, and the money, the money, boy, the money plays a huge part in all of this. It really, really does. So th- that's sort of part of why I think we're trending towards him being back next year because not only do I, – I think three criteria need to be met in order for Hassan Reddick to go here, right? I think, to leave, you're Yes. Saying. I think the gap between the money that they're offering and here needs to be more significant than I think we're, we're, we're thinking just because he's in a situation that he likes to be in here. So it needs to be enticing enough to get him away. Then that team needs to be willing to pay us on Reddick and give a pick and give a pick like that and give what the Eagles want in return. Like this needs to be sweet for us too. This isn't about just us on Reddick. This is about the Eagles and what is the best for us. So I, I just think there's a lot that sort of needs to fall into place for uh, Hassan Reddick to go here, and I think that's why he's going to end up being back. I do wonder though, after a, an end of season that was with turmoil in the locker room, whatever we want to call it. There, do you think the Eagles want to have a situation where he holds out of camp? No. Because Nick Bosa didn't show up till the first week last Mm-mm. year. Chris Jones skipped the first game this past season. If I'm Hassan Reddick, I tried to do it the, the adult way last year, right? I yeah. showed up to camp. And it didn't work out. It didn't work. I didn't get my money. So if I'm the if I'm him this year, I'm not showing up. I'm, nah. I'm just not showing up. And I don't think this goes that long. I really, really don't. I think this gets resolved rather quickly. I would even speculate that this gets resolved before the draft. Or during the time. Oh, of the I agree draft. with you. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I think it could be done the next few weeks yeah. if he's out. Right, yeah. if he's back, then nothing's to be resolved. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, man. Where you have to, I would say, as a new defensive coordinator, even though Vic has you know some history here, you need to know your pieces or or your potential pieces because that's you got to hit the ground running. You watched all the film. You've identified, I would think, at this point, who you're willing to work with or who you think you can work with. And now you just have to go out and get the missing pieces. Mm. That's what you have to do. You have to, you have to either that be in free agency, which starts in a couple weeks, doesn't it? Uh, free agency starts, I think, around March 10th, 12th, yeah, around there. Yeah, yeah. Com- Combines in two weeks. So we got about, yeah, we got some time. about a month of free yeah. agency. So you want to identify some of the free agents you might want to go get. And then you have to start, you know, grinding, getting that, that uh, rookie grind. March you know, 11th. Out, yeah. March 11th. Trying That's to figure great. that out. So, yeah, you got a little bit of time, but you want to start identifying guys that you want to fill in the spaces. Defensively, if that's the route you're going to go. And you got to look at the money situation and, and, and how that's going to play out. And Skinny Batman, whether or not we're going to pay, pay Skinny Batman. And Dickerson. I know, it's, yeah. you know he's not, it's not a sexy position, but he's a really good player, and he was drafted the same year as, as uh, Devontae, so he's up for a deal too. Luke is at Delran. What's up, Luke? Hey, how you doing, fellas? Good, Luke. Good what are you thinking? You got it, buddy. Well, you tell me. What do you want to start with? You want to start with Reddick? Let's I'll start tell you with what I think yeah. about Reddick. What do you think about Reddick? Hey, if we're going to put money out for anything, 
give it to Kelsey. Don't give it to Reddick. We already have him signed, and I'm tired of players not honoring their contract. They get away with it in other sports like basketball. And in football, they're starting to do it too. Just if, if you don't want to be there, just I'm sorry, dude, but this is what you signed. That's how I feel. About and look, that. I get I, it. I, I, I don't think you're the only fan that feels that way. My, my thing is, okay, but then they're not going to be as good of a team next year if he's not here. That's okay. We can move on, but they're not going to be as good. Hey, listen, if they take that money they were going to give him, if they might, and say to Kelsey, say, look, can we throw you a little bit of extra money here? Make you think you want to stay? Put that towards your money, not to Reddick. Anyway, how about the top five players? What do you well, got? My homes. How about my homes? Mm-hmm. Now, listen, he's a great player, but it's hard to judge just like other guys were saying because of error. Um, not only because the rules were different, because I don't think he could handle like what Terry Bradshaw handled when he won his Super Bowls. Also, he's not finished his career yet, so it's hard to judge against guys that have finished their careers. For all you know, he could take a dive. I'm not saying he did. He could, but he might go to three different teams and never play good again. He you could. No, that Luke, that's you're right. There's a lot to be you know written. I mean? It's not over. Um, and it, you know, just but be. He, like Dan Marino after his first year looked like an all-timer, and he was, but he never got back to his Super Bowl. So things happen. It's so hard to make it to that Super Bowl. It really is. Yeah. Jalen, if he's just said two years ago, like if we got him two years before we did, oh, man, we would have been great. He's still growing up. It's tough. But if he loses, Kelsey and some of my other core players, it's going to be hard for him. And I never had a coach like in the past 10 years that went to the Super Bowl as crazy and loud and like energetic as we have. Hopefully that's a good thing, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. And look, we appreciate the phone call. Yeah, look, the Mahomes story is not written yet. But, you know, I remember – I remember conversations in 93 after Jordan had his three-peat mm-hmm. that he was already the greatest player ever. No one needed to see the next three. He got there. That's the way I've, I think we're at Mahomes. Like, you, you see it. It's real. He He's that great of a player. Is he going to win more? Yeah. I, I, if I had to bet right now, I would bet the Chiefs are going to win more Super Bowls with Patrick Mahomes. 215-592-9494. Howard Eskin. We'll get him when he lands on the lands in Clearwater. His pitchers and catchers report. It's all coming up at 1 o'clock era. And... When we come back, we do have some Phillies hot stove rumors as the Phillies get ready for spring training. Hassan Reddick are the Eagles, a Super Bowl team without him next season. I don't believe they are. Hugh does. And Patrick Mahomes, would you already put him as a top five, top player? I mean, to you, is he the best player ever? He's the best football player I've ever watched. We'll discuss it all. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yeah.